Hey everyone, this is Noor and welcome to season 8 of the podcast. I actually can't believe I'm saying this. It's been such an incredible journey and we've spoken to some of the most amazing people in the region and also all over the world. In this episode, I speak to iconic Indian-American fashion designer Naeem Khan. We speak about the importance of deriving inspiration from your culture and your story, creating a unique and recognizable look for your brand, and making sure that your pieces are one of a kind and truly represent the people or the women who wear them. And now to my conversation with Naeem. So right now I'm sitting with Naeem Khan and I've been a huge fan of your work for so long. Thank you. And right, well, in your masterclass, you mentioned something that really resonated with me and it's the importance of utilizing your culture mm-hmm. um, to sort of like not only inspire your work, but stick to your story. So I just want you to expand on this point, like how important is it as someone who is Indian or someone who's Egyptian to really extract from that? So you look how rich of a history we come from yeah. and history is everything and I just feel to take from history is so important. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in India and I grew up with reading about the Mughal dynasty, the, the, the glamour, the, the coronations, the, uh, or the building of the Taj Mahal and what goes into how romance played such an importance in somebody's emotions to create such a monument. You know, those are things that as a designer, it's the same. Yes. You know, emotions, history, what happens in your life, it becomes so important in creating anything. And then I also feel, because I grew up in a heritage family where we, my grandfather, my father were making embroideries for so many people, amazing people in India. And embroideries are part of the Indian history because mm-hmm. the Mughals and the royal families all wore the most important textiles that were made by hand. Yes. How can I give up that heritage and be doing jersey dresses? Yes. Yeah. You know, I have to have a story. I agree. Every designer have to have a, has to have a story. Mm-hmm. What is my story? Mm-hmm. My story is my culture, where I grew up, and my family. Yes. You know, so how, how else can I say, what else do I want? I mean, that's the richest thing in the world. So even for somebody Egyptian, mm. you have to take what you have here and make it world-friendly so that everybody can accept it. So I drew a fine line between it being ethnic or modern. So when you make it ethnic, then you limit your people Mm. who are going to wear your things. I made it so that it is acceptable to somebody in Paris, in New York, or India, or Japan. Yes, I love that. World-friendly. World-friendly. Yes, I like it. Um, so you also mentioned how there are only around maybe 50 pieces of your dresses made. And I think this speaks on exclusivity, but also individuality. Like, mm-hmm. how important is it to make sure that the Naim Khan piece, when a, when a woman walks into like a, a ball or a dinner, you know, you know, you make sure that she really is unique. It really yeah. is that one dress. Well, it's been the motto of my or the mantra of my everything I design, mm. that my woman walks into the room and she commands the room. Yes. Because it's, it just is empowering, so empowering to you that you feel so fabulous that you're happy mm. and you control the room. So when you design clothes like that, 
I mean, you can't make so many of them because you can't have three women controlling one room. Yeah, this is the essence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, you have to limit it. So when we make things, we, we know that there's one in Cairo and one in Abu Dhabi and one in New York. So yes. it's, that's why my business is amazing. But it's, it's a business that I control entirely. I mm. own entirely. And it has to be that way yeah. in order for it to be exclusive like that. So you spoke of the um, your journey into the art world, yeah. And in the future, the Contemporary Museum in Tampa, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I just feel like a lot of people, um, you know, forget about you. You spoke about flowers as well, and the infatuation that there is connected mm -hmm. to that. Um, something so simple. How is it that something like a flower? I know this collection now is passed, um, and you're on to the next. Uh, how much impact can it have on someone if they really choose to see inspiration in it? Well, you know, flowers are universal, number one. Yeah. Flowers, it's not like a face. Mm. It's not like an animal that you kind of relate to or some countries think it's better yes or no to an animal. Like some people don't like peacocks because they think it's bad luck. Yes. I think peacocks for me are the most beautiful creatures in the world. And, you know, so to me, flowers are universal, mm -hmm. universal. And my art that I, during COVID, and my relationship with Halston, mm. and of course connected with Warhol. Yes. So all those memories I created <clears throat> for the pieces of art. Yes. And people don't realize that a fashion designer is an artist. Mm. And what we make is art for the body. Yes. So why can't I make art for the wall? Yeah. And I have come up with some ingenious ideas of making the most glamorous walls. I love that. I mean, speaking of Warhol, uh, shout out to Mary Paul because mm -hmm. Lino, her son, has been on the podcast. Um, you know, you spoke of just making sure that you have a network of people around you that inspire you. Mm -hmm. I think this has been integral in your career, really. Yeah. Um, how do you make sure that, you know, you, you surround yourself with people that are fruitful in that sense mm -hmm. and, and that they are creative and supportive of your craft? Yeah, it's, it's not just people who work for me. It's even people who are outside my world, mm. my friends who are artists, my friends who are incredible in sports or, mm. or they go climbing mountains. I think everything relates to fashion yes. because you know what motivates you? Mm. Motivation is so important. And, and I mean, to me, somebody who was, is climbing a, you know, a sheer wall on a, on a tall mountain, yes. that endurance is like what I like, look, I slept at five o'clock. I'm here talking to you. I've been here in Egypt for the last four days. This has been an this endurance. This is motivation. motivation. And I just feel, you know, fashion has to oh be, you have to totally dedicate your life to fashion. Yes. And it has to be, uh, it's how hard you work mm. to the, the concepts you come up with. Yeah. And you have to be on the constant lookout for the next thing. Yes. And that, in over the years, it becomes automatic in your head. Mm, mm. The, the, it just becomes natural. You're walking by and perhaps this painting might influence you. And it could just be a walk by, but it remains as a photograph in your head. And it might that. come out at some time or the other. You never know when. Yes. So my last two questions uh, on the point of actual, you know, um, inspiration that passes by. So what is the significance or um, actually, let me just glance at my notes that I took. Yeah. Oh, so you have very sort of significant um, touches in your pieces that show that it is Naim Khan. Mm -hmm. One of them is the cape, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I am obsessed with the cape and now it's trending, you know, mm -hmm. what do you know? But I think um, 
I want to know how is it that you have the, these kind of signature elements that when you see a piece, you know it's yours. See, to me, I understand the woman who wears my clothes. Yeah. And that's very important to me to know the woman. Where is she going? And what is she be going? Uh, what, she, what she will be doing. Yes. And is she the first lady? Is she the royal family? Is she the greatest hostess? When she opens a door to welcome you, what should she look like? Mm. And what impression is she going to make? Yeah. So to me, I know that woman. Yeah. So I don't design saying, oh, I want to do the cape and I think it's trending. Yeah. Or I, I never think like that. Yeah. To me, what I feel, this shape is going to work for my woman. And this is the color and this is the embroidery that I need to put on. Mm. I go by that. Yeah. And obviously, I scan my businesses across the world, either it be Japan to to Mexico, mm -hmm. I need to make sure all those women women have something from me for every season. Yes. So the collection has so much variation that you actually will find something or the other for your needs. Yeah, I love that. And I think yeah. the cape is something that now is trending, but it's but something... But I've been you, doing it for, for seven years. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just, you know, fashion is, everything comes... All <laughs> now we're all circle. wearing capes yeah. and now you probably I mean, doing it for five <laughs> so or well, seven you know, years. You look at platforms. You, yes. you weren't wearing platform 10 years ago. Yes. I mean, my girls have been wearing platform for the last five years uh -huh. and now they're back again. Yes, they are. So, you know, it, it just, it just fashion is... You know, it's all. But, but you don't focus on that. You have your your yeah. your sense of who the woman is, and that's yeah. and that's it. Yeah. I design classic clothes. Yeah, my clothes don't go out of style, yes. or they're not trendy. Yes, basically, you can have a piece of my clothing that you can pull out ten years later, and it'll still be relevant. Yeah, how can I make classic clothes with a slight tweak for now? Now, and they're relevant to now, and they're as beautiful as I can imagine. Yes. As simple as that. So my last question for you is what's next for Naeem? We have a question on the podcast that um, is, it's basically, what is your North Star? And I really believe in finding a direction or something that like, you know, drags you in a certain direction. So I'd love to know what is your North Star? My North Star is that I want to open up my own freestanding retail outlets so that, but very chic, obviously. Outlet doesn't sound very chic. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, something like that. Uh -huh. And where my women can actually go and have a fashion experience to her needs mm. so that it's catered to her. It's not like going into a departmental store yes. and picking something which is, you know, she can't adjust or she can't do anything. I want to cater to my woman. Mm. I love that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. We're done. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe, give us a review, shoot me a text or direct message us on Instagram at Radical Contemporary where we'd love to hear your feedback and the topics you'd like to listen to. Also, you can check out our website www.radicalcontemporary.com where all of our content is available. Finally, we'll be hosting a new guest every week, so stay tuned.